0: Welcome to the Marketplace Academy podcast. This is the second home of ShareTribe's Marketplace Academy content, your number one destination for hands-on guides, relevant case studies, and much more about running an online marketplace business. Last season, we looked into what it takes to start a marketplace, from idea to scaling. This season, we're diving deep into the options you have to fund that process. So without further ado, let's get into the complete guide to marketplace funding. This series of episodes published in 2022 in Marketplace Academy is written by ShareTribe CEO Juho Makkonen. He's been working with marketplaces since the late 2000s and has personal hands-on experience in fundraising, including ShareTribe's successful crowdfunding campaign in 2018. In this series, Juho gives you an overview of the marketplace funding landscape along with actionable advice on planning your funding strategy. It's a fantastic set of episodes for anyone looking to take their marketplace to the next level. I'm Katri Antigainen, your host. I'll be narrating these six episodes, which dive into multiple different marketplace funding options, from bootstrapping and venture capital to crowdfunding and others. The first episode looks at marketplace startup funding on a high level, how much funding does a successful marketplace need, what funding sources are available, and how do you decide which type of funding is right for you? Let's find out. Marketplace Funding – The Complete Guide How should I fund my marketplace business? How much funding do I need? What's the best source for marketplace funding? The short, unsatisfying answer to all these questions is, it depends. Every marketplace business is different, and so is the optimal funding strategy. This series of episodes will give you a longer, more actionable answer, My goal is to help you make the right funding decision for you, and not just for your current startup stage, but for your entire business journey. In a series of six episodes, I attempt to give a full picture of the marketplace funding landscape, what kind of marketplace funding options are available for marketplaces in different stages, what the strategies are for pursuing them, and how a marketplace entrepreneur can determine a funding path that is right for them. When I use the word funding, I mean the capital investment that gets the marketplace business to a state where it can fund itself with its revenue. Some marketplaces reach the state faster than others. In this first episode, I'll discuss 1. Whether you need funding in the first place. 2. The three stages of marketplace development and funding. 3. How to determine how much funding you need in each stage. and 4. What marketplace funding options are available. In the following episodes, I'll dive deeper into three different funding paths – bootstrapping a marketplace business, venture capital and angel investors, and alternative sources of funding, like marketplace crowdfunding and revenue-based financing. How much funding do you need to build a marketplace business? How much funding your marketplace needs boils down to two big questions. What is your end goal with your marketplace idea? And what milestones do you need to reach to get to your goal? The answers to these questions depend on the kind of business you're building, but they also depend on who you are as a person and what you want out of life. Do you prefer to take big risks or play it safe? How would you like to spend your workdays? What motivates you? What do you want to achieve in life and why? So, instead of asking how much funding successful marketplace businesses raise in general, try to determine how much money your unique business needs. What is your marketplace's end goal? Most marketplace businesses require at least some funding before they start earning revenue. But in many cases, the initial budget can be very low. I have seen marketplaces reach profitability after investing just hundreds or thousands of dollars up front. For example, Mike Williams built Studio Time in a single day, launched it on Product Hunt, and started generating revenue in a matter of weeks. Meanwhile, other marketplace concepts might call for multiple financing rounds of millions of dollars before reaching profitability, if they ever do. Uber, one of the most well-known marketplace companies, has never posted a profitable quarter since being founded in 2009. Even so, the company is currently valued at nearly $100 billion. I suggest you start your marketplace journey from the end goal. Why are you building this business? Is your goal to build the next startup unicorn like Airbnb and Uber? Are you looking to make a positive impact in the world? Are you hoping to get rich? Or is your plan to build a small-to-medium-sized business that provides a comfortable lifestyle for you and perhaps a small team? Once you have the answers to these big questions, you can map your personal goals to the nature of your business to see if they match. Then, you can start planning for the milestones you need to reach in the journey towards your goal. How to set and fund your marketplace milestones Once you've figured out your end goal, it's time to think backwards from it. What are the different steps you will need to take to reach your goal, and how much funding do you need in each stage? For example, if your goal is to build a unicorn business, you need a target market that is worth billions of dollars. Such markets often face heavy competition from well-funded startups. To beat the competition, you might need a lot of funding quite early on. Meanwhile, if you're looking to build an independent small-to-medium-sized business where you retain control of the company, your funding strategy should be quite different. This isn't to say that all marketplaces grow and develop through completely unique paths. In fact, quite the opposite. In my experience, almost every successful marketplace has developed through three stages. One, problem-solution fit. Two, product-market fit. And three, scaling. I recommend you think about your journey in this three-step approach as well. I'll explain why in the following chapter and also show how understanding the three stages helps you make better funding decisions for your business. The Stages of Marketplace Development and Funding When you launch a marketplace, your very first goal is to validate that it solves a real problem for users better than any existing solution. To do that, you need to find at least a small group of users on both the demand side and supply side of your marketplace, customers, and providers, respectively. Once you do, you have reached problem-solution fit. The funding you raise at this stage should be the very minimum you need to reach problem-solution fit and move on to the next stage, product-market fit. In the product-market-fit stage, you need to validate that there's a big enough market for your solution. You need to prove that you can solve your user's problem in such a way that your costs are lower than what users pay you. This equation is called unit economics. If your unit economics don't work, your marketplace won't reach any meaningful scale. Once you've proven that this core equation, customer lifetime value minus customer acquisition cost, is positive in your initial market, you're ready to move to the next stage. Scaling. Scaling will look different for every business. In this stage, you start finding new markets where you can repeat your product-market-fit playbook. If you started in one city, you'll open up more cities. If you started in a small country, you might go international. Or you might expand into new verticals and add more product or service categories. The third stage is where marketplace's funding requirements differ the most. But even in the early days, your strategic decisions can make a big difference in how much funding you need and how you can raise it. Let's look at funding the three stages more closely. One, funding for problem-solution fit. Try to bring your marketplace to problem-solution fit with as little funding as possible. Sometimes, the only investment you need at this stage is your time. If your idea is about matching supply and demand in a fragmented offline market, a landing page and email might be enough to validate it. In fact, matching supply and demand manually can help you learn about your audience and offer a high-quality experience. Other cases might call for a more complex minimum viable platform. If your supply side has an online presence in Shopify, you probably need to match some of Shopify's discovery and payment features to offer a viable alternative. But even in this scenario, the upfront investment does not have to be big. Software tools like ShareTribe Go let anyone create a relatively complex marketplace without coding and for a cost in the range of $100 to $200 per month. There are situations where you need a unique marketplace application from the get-go. For example, if your business idea is to disrupt an incumbent marketplace by offering a better workflow or matching algorithm. You should still validate your marketplace idea before you start developing, but in the end, solving a problem better than the competition requires a digital platform with unique features. Building a custom marketplace is a big investment, but there are ways to limit the need for funding. Determine which parts of your solution are unique and which features you can outsource to existing software. API-first marketplace solutions like Sharetribe Flex can greatly reduce the cost of building custom marketplaces. Because developers only need to code the features that are unique to your idea, a marketplace that might cost more than $100,000 to build from scratch might be achievable for $10,000 to $20,000 using Flex. Ideally, you don't need to raise any external funding to reach problem-solution fit. Fundraising is time-consuming, and raising funding too early can distract you from your end goal. In addition, many business ideas don't survive this first stage. External funding that comes with strings attached might limit your ability to change directions quickly. 2. Funding for product-market fit In the product-market-fit stage, you'll validate your business can be profitable. Your key marketplace metric in this stage is liquidity. Liquidity measures how efficiently your marketplace matches supply and demand. Another sign of product-market fit is measured by repeat-purchase ratio, what portion of your customers return for a second purchase. In the product-market-fit stage, you can no longer do everything manually. Instead, you need to create technology to automate core processes and remove the costs of manual labor. This typically means you need to invest in custom marketplace development. Most of ShareTrap's customers transition to ShareTrap Flex at this stage to continue iterating on their platform and building unique features without having to rebuild everything from scratch. Product market fit is a stage where some marketplaces need additional funding to reach the next stage. The two main uses for the funding are product development and attracting more demand and supply. If you raise funding, a word of warning, don't focus on scaling your business as fast as you can. Not yet. Keep focus on your initial vertical and marketing investments to a minimum. Keeping your foot off the gas pedal can be difficult if you've raised capital from angel investors or venture capitalists. Many investors, especially those who aren't experienced in marketplace dynamics, tend to encourage entrepreneurs to grow fast. When I talk to successful marketplace entrepreneurs, almost all of them say their biggest mistake was attempting to scale prematurely due to a push from investors. And for every successful entrepreneur, nine failed because they ran out of money scaling a business that wasn't ready. To avoid this fate, explain to investors upfront what you're planning to do with their investment and what your target metrics are. For example, that in the next 12 months you want to prove you can reach a provider liquidity of 50%, half of the available inventory is purchased, with customer liquidity of at least 20% and a repeat purchase rate of 30%. 3. Funding for scaling When it's time to start scaling your marketplace, your end goal should play a big role in your funding decision. If your goal is to build a sustainable, profitable business that is fully in your control, you might continue without external funding. Instead. You could strive to reach full profitability. In addition to customer acquisition costs, your revenue should also cover costs like R&D and administrative costs. Perhaps you'll be satisfied with being the biggest player in your core market and decide not to expand into other markets at all. Alternatively, you could enter new markets slowly and carefully to ensure you can fund your operations from your cash reserves. Meanwhile, if you are after a big market and desire to build a unicorn, this might be the right time to raise a significant round of venture capital. If you have discovered a great concept in a big market, it's likely that you already have strong competition. In such a situation, conquering enough markets before your competitors do is crucial. Being first to market allows you to benefit from network effects, which make your business defensible against new entrants. In some marketplace concepts, significant upfront investment is required to enter new markets. Location-based services like food delivery or mobility are great examples. Such marketplaces usually need big investment in each new market before these markets become profitable. Once they do, network effects kick in. For example, ShareTrap customer Law quickly grew into the biggest car-sharing marketplace in their initial market in Singapore. To be able to repeat the success in new markets, the founders decided to raise a significant amount of funding. Other marketplace concepts can be significantly more cost-efficient to scale to new markets. Virtual services, for example, require much less infrastructure on location than peer-to-peer car sharing. Even so, significant upfront investment might be required eventually. Consider customer acquisition. It might cost you $100 on average to acquire a new customer with the customer average lifetime of 12 months and value of $200. Your unit economics are working, but if you want to acquire 100 new customers, you need to pay $100,000 right away and wait 12 months to get your returns. This means your cash reserves have a big impact on your ability to use this growth strategy, and external funding could dramatically speed up your growth. Ways to raise money for a marketplace startup Generally speaking, there are eight different ways to fund a marketplace startup. 1. Bootstrapping. Not raising any external funding. 2. Venture capital. 3. Angel investors, 4. Strategic investors, 5. Crowdfunding, 6. Grants from governments and foundations, 7. Loans from banks and other institutions, and 8. Revenue-based financing. Most articles that discuss startup funding focus on marketplace venture capital and angel investors. They are indeed an important potential source of funding, but there are plenty of other funding alternatives as well. Potential funding sources include big companies investing their own money, governments or foundations offering grants, banks or other institutions offering loans, and funds that work with revenue-based financing models. In addition to big institutions, you can also consider pulling funding from individuals by using crowdfunding in its various forms. As an aspiring entrepreneur, you should consider all these options and their applicability to your specific situation. All of them have pros and cons, which you should evaluate carefully before choosing your approach. Some funding sources are also better suited in some stages than others, so you might want to combine some or all of the approaches in the course of your journey. Final thoughts and what's next on the Complete Guide to Marketplace Funding? Every marketplace and founder is different, and so is the ideal funding strategy. But startups tend to evolve through three stages, first from problem-solution fit to product-market fit, and then to the scaling stage. Knowing the stages and setting the right milestones towards your unique end goal helps you find an optimal marketplace funding approach. As you'll find out in the following episodes of this series, different funding alternatives are best suited for different goals. Choosing the right one can give you exactly the boost you need. The wrong one might hold you back or lead you in the wrong direction. My goal for this series is to help you choose the right funding strategy for your entire business journey. In the next episodes, I'm going to take a deeper look at the pros, cons, and tactics of four different marketplace funding approaches self funding or bootstrapping, venture capital and angel investors, crowdfunding, and revenue based financing. Make sure you won't miss the next article and subscribe to the podcast. Thank you for joining me for this episode. You can find links to sources and further reading in the episode notes. There's a lot more to learn from startup funding experts out there, so i recommend taking a look. Another suggestion I have, ShareTribe's other podcast, Two-Sided. My colleague Short, ShareTribe's CMO, interviews successful marketplace founders and industry experts about their journeys. It's a fantastic listen for anyone looking to learn directly from the greats. And there's a brand new season out. The Guide to Marketplace Funding is available in written format in ShareTribe's Marketplace Academy. In addition to producing content on how to run your marketplace business, ShareTribe builds software to make starting a marketplace easy and fast. Head over to ShareTribe.com to learn more about our products. If you like this podcast, please rate, review, or subscribe. Or all three. It helps other marketplace enthusiasts find the show. Until next time.